When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. I know I'm great. Herbert on a third and ten. Shotgun snap. Throws intercepted. From bad to worse, game over. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. That last play with, with Quentin at the end on the interception, was there miscommunication. Yep, I, I threw it and I picked it off. He made a good play on it. Earlier on the show, host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick, actor Josh Gad. Still to come. Your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Patrick and Josh Gad have already appeared. Those are our only guests for the day. That means it's about us over the final three um, segments and third hour and full 60 minutes before we re-air again. If you miss Dan and, and Josh Gad um, talking football and Josh Gad, just a total delight. What a diehard Miami yeah. sports fan he is. Great chat with him. Um, we re-air on Channel 210 on the Roku channel, which is free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung smart TVs. It's on Amazon Fire TV, the app, and the Roku channel.com. Um, as soon as we're done, Susie Schuster and Amy Trask will be on our podcast set to our left, um, recording the latest episode of What the Football. I'm going to appear on it. Yeah. yeah, it only took six weeks to get okay, the invitation. Yeah. Nice. You know, I mean, so there's that. What are you going to talk about? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> are you going to eat the ice cream? Oh, yeah. I don't know if, I, if I'm allowed. allowed. Okay. This is, again, it. it was brought because Susie lost the – Bet to Amy Trask, right, but to the, the Patriots Raiders, and the, Pats bet, yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, that was uh, being keenly watched on the the uh, Red Zone game fat game pass on Sunday night while I was getting my updates on uh, Jets and Eagles. She was keenly uh, attuned to that one as well. I mean, that game was so bad. <laughs> Chris and Hoyer makes an appearance. Well, like, you knew. Well, come on, jeez. Excuse me. If Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Are playing against one another and coaching against one another. You know the football gods were going to see fit to have Brian Hoyer on. And hey, man, you know, like that is, again, one of the concerns I have for the Raiders. And that was one of the concerns I bet deep down Devontae Adams was having when they sent Derek Carr away and said, we're taking in Jimmy Garoppolo. Because the one thing that Derek Carr would do week in, week out is answer that bell. Yeah. The exception of what is having his leg snapped in one of his best seasons as a Raider quarterback, right? They wound up making the playoffs, yeah. and he 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 was gone for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo sent to the hospital to see if everything was okay, like internally. Oof. He's already missed a game. They lost that one against the Chargers, you know, and it looks like they're gonna. They're going to have Aiden O'Connell start this week in a game, a winnable game against Chicago, starting their own backup quarterback, it looks like, because Justin Fields can't grip the football. Yeah, dislocated thumb. Popped it back in. Oh. But he couldn't grip. But he couldn't grip the ball. That's what Glade said, yeah. Damn. That hurts. So, again, the Raiders, I'm concerned about, like, they're the Chargers lose in the same way that the Cowboys got what they needed, not just a win, but everybody above them losing. The Niners and the Eagles losing, and the Cowboys winning. The Raiders watch the Chiefs win again, but they watch the Chargers lose. And the Broncos are just an afterthought now. And then you look at the rest of the AFC right now, you got the Raiders at 3-3, three and three. you got my Jets at 3-3, three and three. Mm-hmm. you've got the Cleveland Browns at 3-2, and two, and, the, and the Bengals at 2-3, and three, and the Ravens at four and two, and the Steelers coming off a bye at three and two. So right now, currently, the the playoff standings are live. Now there's three teams from the AFC North: Ravens, Steelers, and Browns, Ooh. all in. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's your five seed, Jacksonville your four seed, being the South leader, and Kansas City and Miami one and two. But if the Raiders go to four and three, they're in this mix. Absolutely. And then you take a look at their schedule from after that. You know, 
There's a tough one at, at Detroit on a Monday night, but home for the Giants and then the Jets before visiting Miami and having Kansas City at home for the first, you know, first of two meetings against them the rest of the year. But they end the season with three out of four of the games being conceivably winnable. Home for Chargers, at Indy, home for Denver. They're home for Minnesota, too. I, I know you're that. high on the Vikings all of a sudden. That was part of the overreaction Monday podcast yeah. conversation that we had. Week that now that my Minnesota's not getting rid of Kirk Cousins for sure. Well, Kirk, and Kirk also, by the way, had something called a no-trade clause that I don't yeah, think he's he ever said, interested in, yeah. in, in cashing doesn't, in. That doesn't part. seem like but, it. I mean, the Raiders have made a winnable games here. And Jimmy G's got a, you know, he he's not healthy. And that's the one knock against him bigger than most is that he just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. Which is why the Niners decided to eventually move on with Trey Lance. And then Purdy. I mean, that was Jimmy G's team. He took him to the Super Bowl for crying out loud. And then another NFC Championship game appearance for crying out loud. And and the Niners were like, yeah, thank you. And part of the reason why is because he couldn't answer the bell. And here we are again. He's going to miss his second start. It's funny. Just one last thing, too. He goes down in the game, you know. And Brian Hoyer comes trotting in. Susie was, uh, you know, um, in the other room. She comes in. And I'm like, yeah, Jimmy G's out. She goes, what happened? I'm like, it was his back. She goes, oh, it wasn't the face. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> valid concern. Yeah, valid how I, concern. But how am I supposed to handle that? <laughs> She's the... basically like Elaine. Remember when uh, Dan right. Cortez was on <laughs> Seinfeld? <laughs> and he, George and him yep. were, were rock climbing rock and he climbing. fell. And yep. she was like, how's his face? That's exactly what yeah. she said. How's yeah. the face? Yeah. Oh, okay. His face is okay. Oh, is his back? Okay. Tone A. Hey. That's great. All right, um, <laughs> let's do it, Chris. Oh, we, let, let's right do now. it. I was oh, on a plane. All right. Oh. I was on yeah. a plane. But the first thing I did getting off the plane was Overreaction Monday, the podcast. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're not going to do Overreaction Monday, the segment. We're calling it Overreaction Monday on Tuesday. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. On Tuesday. All right, Chris, what do you got over there? Hey, what's up, Rich? I'm doing all right, you thank you. Good? I'm doing great, thank you. How's coffee? Any coffee? To stay I'm away? good, man. Oh, okay, great. How's my <laughs> energy level, don't you think? You're I mean, good. You're, you're good. You're fine. You're fine. No, it was high register. Okay. What else? What do you Not got? Not high what register, got? Rich. The Browns gave the rest of the league the blueprint. Get out of here. On how to stop Purdy in the Niner offense. Yeah, which is what? Knock out McCaffrey. Knock out Debo. <laughs> knock out Trent Williams or hobble him and then send a Hall of Famer in Miles Garrett that most of the teams don't have along with the rest of the defensive coordinator who is just as locked in as, as anybody else in the league and Jim Schwartz, send them towards Brock Purdy um, in Cleveland. That, is, that the, is that the blueprint? Get out of Don't here. Don't forget the rain. Yeah, and the rain. And the wind. Uh, yeah. yeah, so let's, uh, let's not uh, go a little bit too crazy here. Uh, the Browns deserve... The tip of the cap, man. And they're a top five defense. defense They are terrific. They are terrific. But showing a blueprint? No, thank you. I'll say that's an overreaction. Purdy kind of stunk. Purdy had his worst game yet. All right. Yeah. He's on Thursday's Rich Eisen show. Be careful. Be careful. Because you know how I feel about him. I think he's great. He's your fourth son. Uh, How about this one? After Baker Mayfield? After Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Okay. And my two actual sons. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) The Jets' defense, Rich, I know you liked watching them play. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad that Salah walked back those embarrassed comments because that was a bad look. We'll talk about that. The Jets' defense is good enough to carry them to the playoffs, even with less than play from Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are. Dude. They win every game 14-12? Why not? Why can't you? It's not optimum. But less than. When you say less than, what are you talking about? Less than. Well, he's, what, a below, he, he's a below average quarterback, so just below uh, average quarterback. Player. Okay. I am. I am. He's the less than. By the way, is more than what we had <laughs> from him each week. It is getting better. He is more comfortable. He feels. He feels it. Feels himself. Garrett Wilson is enough. With Brees Hall is enough. With that defense is enough. For the Jets to make the playoffs. 
They have finally gotten through the gauntlet. Put up the Jets schedule, please. If you don't mind, I'd appreciate that. Because after their bye week, when they're going to get back their three defensive backs that they didn't have in picking off Jalen Hurts three times, and they get both Williamses even more healthy, Quinnen and Quincy, my God, that Williams family, they know how to, they, they, boy, do they know how to make defenders. <laughs> <laughs> At the Giants, home for the Chargers, at Vegas. They can win those three, pal. They can win those three. And then at Buffalo, what if they sweep the Bills? Hey, if the Giants look the way that they looked and the Bills look the way they looked against the Giants, Jets come in and they have the opportunity to sweep the Bills and have that in their back pocket. You want to talk about making the playoffs? Black Friday against Miami. And then home for Atlanta, (laughs) home for Houston. Hey, baby, let's go. Week 18, when Malik Cunningham backs up Bailey Zappi and the U-Haul's already backed up in New England? Yeah, sure. Why not? Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> so, that's yes, that's not an overreaction. What else you got, Chris? Week 18, Roger's back. Oh, maybe. Speaking of the Pats, Rich, it's fire sale time. Get rid of everyone not named Judon and Gonzalez and completely rebuild. What are we doing? Yeah, I, 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 I don't. What a mess. I can't discount that. I mean, the trade deadline is what? Two weeks away, two, correct? Two weeks. Two weeks. Even in the next two weeks, the Patriots play the Dolphins and the Bills. Yeah, they lose both games by a lot. So they're going to be one and seven, right? Yep. Maybe so. Got to go. See ya. Maybe so. And Zeke, want to send him back to Dallas? You want Zeke back? Well, this reminds me. I wouldn't mind it. Zeke, Bourne, Henry, Ramondre. They have some people. Who else? Gasicki? He's not. He's not. All of of them. Bye-bye. That's not an overreaction. I just don't know if they're going to do it. What a disaster. What else? Speaking of disaster. (laughs) Drastic inconsistencies in refereeing is hurting the sport and fans' confidence. No, it's not. It's been awful. This has been the worst year for NFL officiating. Dude, it's... I don't think it's appreciably worse than last year or the year before or the year before. They How many took times? over the game in Buffalo, and they tried to ruin the game last night. It was too much. I agree. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I would like to see them let things go a little bit more. And then call the obvious stuff. Like Darren Waller being held? Being held in the end zone when you're staring right at it. Yes. Who cares if you just threw a flag on the play before? I, I, I agree with you 100%. 100% that was a foul. And if it was a foul in the Super Bowl? Right. It can be a Bradbury, foul on Sunday night football. Right? If it's a hold if it if that was a hold in the Super Bowl, that was a hold on Sunday night football. 100%. Even though we think they should have let that go in the Super Bowl. Um personally I would I would like to have that stuff let go, yeah. I would. The number of times that stuff's not let go. I mean there was a moment in the Sunday game uh, in Tottenham where it was a huge, a huge play, um, a tackle um, eligible play, where Henry ripped it off for like 30 yards, called back because of an illegal formation because the legally um, uh, at, at tackle eligible reported as eligible, but he covered up the tight end, and you could see Vrabel go like this. It was that much maybe he was close to covering up the tight end. Right. And the refs could probably be like, yeah, but that's illegal. That's legal, illegal. <laughs> you know, and so Whiskey. but Whiskey. it's it it I think it's infuriating a lot of people. Pretty infuriating. It's, it's but in terms watch. of ruin, hurting the sport and the fans' confidence, I don't know. If you're talking as a gambler, to salute. But for me, just watching the games, I'm I'm still you know, it's infuriating. I would like them to be better. It's infuriating. Tough to watch. What else, Chris? But 26 million people still watch Jets and, and the Eagles. So, I mean, how, how much is that hurting the sport? My survivor pick. Thank you. All right. Oh, you chose the Eagles in New York? Yeah. Oh, boy. Sorry, pal. Without your three best corners. I got it. Why why could, why weren't we throwing it deep, baby, all the whole game? All right. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, the Bengals are the best team in the AFC North. <laughs> You're just good. Uh, no, that's an overreaction. 
Dude, he's that guy's back. That guy's you see back. that guy right there. That guy. I saw Joe That's Burrow, Joe Burrow is for the back. radio audience. They, he's back. they, you know, they the defense bowed up enough to pick off an otherwise on point Geno Smith a couple times. He was on point in that game. And the red zone problems for Seattle uh, came home to roost. But uh, I, I saw with my own two eyes the Ravens. And their offense, I would love to see it click a little bit more. I'd love to see more of a passing game that's a like a that dynamic passing game that we saw when when Lamar was the MVP. Wait till of the bye, after the bye week, I think we'll see that. From Maybe the, we will. But, oh, but that defense, I'm telling you, brother, Quan, right? Quan, Quan, and Patrick Queen and Kyle Hamilton got ejected from that game. Dude, I stood next to him warmups. <laughs> he is. Massive, massive, and the defensive line too. You know, and they didn't even have Owe on Sunday. They are really good, so that's an overreaction. Lots of time left. You might be right in the long run, but right now that's an overreaction. All right, uh, a couple things from last night. It kind of pains me to say this, but uh, guy, he just <laughs> just missed it too many, too many. TJ, you know what I mean? Justin Herbert's not an elite quarterback. Mm. It's an overreaction. Is it? Elite hair, not elite quarterback. Elite arm. Elite, hair. elite arm. Elite legs. Elite. He's. So you would turn him down right now? You well, turn him down. Turn what down? I mean, he's my fantasy quarterback, so I'm very invested in Justin right. Herbert this year. So. But dude, Keenan Allen is catches everything. Missing. And he's wide open. It's always something like, missing. There's always something missing. There is something missing. You gonna blame it on him? Get rid of the ball. I mean, he look. He's a guy that got paid. He's the face of the franchise. I got it. You know, he's out there. He can audible to something else. But, dude, let's go. I'll just call Come that on, an man. overreaction. Dude, two Missed weeks. Missed a couple what, of guys three in the end zone yesterday. What, 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 what week was it? Um, week three in Minnesota. Like, take the leap. Week three take in Minnesota. Take the leap. That wasn't the leap. Week take, three. Take the leap. 40 to 47. Take the leap. Damn near 500 that's yards. That's a game right there. you got to win that game. I understand. You're coming off a bye. You should win at home against the that team game. that just got But I'm talking waxed. about you get the ball back over two minutes. I got Like, let's go. Go down the field, win the game. What else, Chris? Sorry, TJ. Just in advance. The Cowboys. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They don't Finish the wow sentence. you enough to make you believe the real contenders. Uh, I, I understand that. You know what I mean? That's why we were saying there's something like missing Cooper. They're missing that extra guy that they should go and make a splash. Like, screw it. Give up a two or a three in next year's draft, even though it's a terrific draft. Conservative. But it's just a little too boring Go right get now. somebody. Yes. Right. Correct. I agree. But they're still real contenders. Ah, they're still real contenders. You got to win the ugly games. We need to like make a. We games. need to make a list of quarterbacks you think can actually win a Super Bowl because he's one of them. Dak is one. Of he them. is not. Dak is one of them. No. As of right now, my list of the quarterback I know can win the Super Bowl is one. He wears number fifteen and in, in red, and that's it. Everyone else is a meh. I don't know about There's that. There's one guy. There's nine in in Cincinnati. Is a one one. I know. It's, I know they haven't won one. At one point in Tom Brady's life, he hadn't won one. When? At one point, you know, Mahomes hadn't won one. <laughs> Tom won immediately. <laughs> Dak's got the talent to do Tom, it. Tom Everybody, back off, Dak, man. And we saw it with his legs, with his arm, he did it, and his moxie, and his in his heart. That and you run consider was go, nice. That it was nice. And also a nice play call. Give it up. Yeah. Give it up. But I understand, again, I understand the thought there. I understand the thought there. I don't think that's an overreaction. And I do believe they're still real contenders. And I do believe, make a splash in the next two weeks. Just go for it. Do that McCaffrey-type move. Do the McCaffrey-type move. And just realize we are missing a gear. And if you want to call run plays as much as you're calling them, McCarthy, or commit to the run as much as you are, even though you are throwing a lot, then get somebody back there. Man. Get somebody back there. Rico Dowdle, you know, is... He's not that guy. Or or at least they're not giving it to him enough as that guy. A guy who's going to punish the defense. Right. Fourth quarter, he's running downhill. You don't want to tackle. We don't have that guy. And if it's not Fournette, then go get Zeke again or just call the Titans up and say, you know, you're two and four. Tannehill's, you know, coming off of a a high ankle sprain, coming out of your bye. And then you look at Tennessee. That's the move. You look at Tennessee and they're home for Atlanta at Pittsburgh. 
maybe if they they go two and they go to follow two and six after that you call them up and say all right that 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 spears kid is really good Tajay yeah. spears is good you want to let him run for yep. you could still get your running game in but flip Derrick Henry, put the star on the side of the helmet, and 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 now you've got the attention of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. and the 49ers. Also, guys, can we, can we get some of those old Darren Sproles plays and use Deuce Vaughn in some way? The kid's electric. He's got talent. Let's get him out in the field, open field. Let him create some magic. Let's go. And you got, to, is that it? Is that I it? Think we need one oh, more. wow. Look at this. All right, nice we'll extended version replay here, mix. What do you got? All right, quick college one. Played his worst game of his career on Saturday in South Bend. Caleb Williams cost himself the number one pick. Oh, that's crazy talk. <laughs> that is crazy talk. I thought you were saying he cost himself the Heisman. Well, that's long gone. Oh, yeah. is that long gone, huh? Well, well, I told you, guys to one not now. winning back-to-back Long Heisman. gone, huh? Long gone. Okay. It's over. Cost himself the number one pick. Drake May going number one in April. And, dude, we're going to – let me just tell you. Can I tell you how this is going to work? Please do. Because I've been around the block a little bit here. By and the way, Caleb Williams should have punched this kid out yesterday yeah, I know. on Saturday. You believe that? Trolling him by taking a cell. Then the video posted has gone viral. Like, get that kid out of here. I, I, yeah. A lot of a lot of the millennials or the young kids are, are a little too comfortable. A little too comfortable. They've never that. been punched in the face. They've well, never been on the field with James <laughs> I'm not Harrison. Asking let me just tell you how this is all going to work. They've never been on the field with James Harrison. Let me, finish this, let me just finish this with how this is going to work. Caleb Williams might not win the Heisman. Okay. He might not make the college football playoffs, but he is going to go into the combine and he won't throw. He will ah, not throw at the combine. He won't throw at the combine. He's going to be on a, you know, on a, a, I'll even call it, even though Sam Darnold worked out in the rain, put a hat on <laughs> in his workout on his pro day. I called that a red flag, as red you know, flag. at the time. Immediately. All right. Yep. It'd be a beautiful Southern California day. He's going to make all the throws and everyone's going to be goo goo gaga. And then at some point, Drake May is going to have his pro day and be like, mm, hold on a minute. The entire conversation from January to the week of the draft in Detroit will be the higher register. Of, I don't, don't sleep on this Drake May kid. You know, I mean, somebody's going to want to go up there and get him for number two and whatever. And just combine Lou Holtz with higher register. No, 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 yeah, yeah, that Drake May kid. I mean, he's going to be, he could be dynamite. That guy plays for Rice University. I mean, you're going to look out for Rice University in, Cal- in, in, tech, in that tech school. But, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Caleb Williams will be the first overall pick in the National Football League draft. I'm telling you. Everyone stays healthy, but it's going to be a lot of the, you might might finally get your guy with Drake May, and he's going to be great. I'm telling you how it's working. Take that for data. That is Overreaction Monday on a Tuesday. And you can get our podcast version of this segment every single Monday, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Overreaction Monday, also available on the YouTube page of The Rich Eisen Show, all from Rich Eisen Podcasts, including What the Football. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask will have at it today. Um, They were able to book me. For, for their podcast. <laughs> I will be on the next edition of What the Football with Susie and Amy. Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls when we come back. And yes, we talk about all the quarterbacks the Jets have embarrassed this year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, everybody. I'm Rich Eisen. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where would you go? Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, hey, Rich. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan State this weekend. Oh, oh there's a Penn State. Oh, oh, that's going to be a bloodbath. It's oh, Penn State, Ohio game. This is Ohio State. It's going to be bloodbath. so amazing and delicious and wonderful. Hold on. Let's see what the, oh, line, let's see what the line is. Don't even. Don't even. There's some good Doesn't game. matter. Doesn't matter. Ohio State, Penn State, though. Ohio State, Penn State is going to be great. Oh, I, I think Ohio State loses. You're going to play them. They have one loss. It's not going to mean anything for you guys. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Honestly, just all my Michigan friends are like, we need Ohio State to be undefeated. I'm like, really? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? 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 Mm. Doesn't mean it anything. doesn't mean anything. No. No. It doesn't. Michigan, 24-point favorite. But Penn State, Michigan, Michigan Penn State, is at Penn State two weeks before Ohio State. <laughs> And that's yeah, a, that's that, that concerns tough. me. Uh, it's a big noon, apparently, on Fox Kick, which I'm happy about because I'll be sitting there in Germany like eight watch. hours before. Good so yeah, I'll nice. be great. It'll be a nice, nice. I'll get some room service. Gutenberg. Gutenberg. <laughs> Gutenberg's a drink. Oh. And I'll, no, I'll, I'll get some nice schnitzel, <laughs> a little bit of some red wine in the, uh, in the room service, sit down and watch that game. Schnitzel is good. Oh, dude. Grab a pretzel. It's really what do they say in stripes. Oh, yeah. Don't One eat of those big pretzels. Oh, what do they say in stripes? In stripes, when he goes, don't eat the schnitzel. It's schnauzer. Oh, what no. What city in Germany are you going to be? In? Frankfurt, sir. Frankfurt. Yeah. Nice. Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, I think I'm, I don't think I've been to Frankfurt. I like Germany. Tua versus Mahomes. Oof. Malik Cunningham versus Gardner Minshew. That's <laughs> going to be the way I work it. I mean, let's go. Oh, it's Malik Cunningham is a week to week role. Still Mac Jones. According week to Bill. To week to week. That's it. Great. Wow, you had that one. Okay. That's okay. one of the first drops in the history of the show. That's <laughs> Jay Gruden. That's how old that is. <laughs> Back at the Rich Eisen Show Radio that? Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Brandon in St. Louis will take your phone call. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, Rich. Uh, hey, guys. Um, Brando. Hey, taking my call. Um, What's up, brother? I don't mean to bring the show down, but uh, my dad passed away unexpectedly a couple of weeks ago. Oh, sorry oh, to hear that, brother. Hey, sorry. And um, I just want to thank you guys for being a um, much-needed uh, distraction. And um, he was a big U2 fan, um, so I saw Mike Del Tufo's... Um, I don't mean the full name you, Mike. Everyone knows who you are. That's, but, that's uh, okay. He doesn't mind it. He doesn't mind it. Um yeah, um, him and I were always talking about going to that because he passes YouTube fandom um, down to me, and um, you know his uh, his his service was uh, on Saturday. We closed it out with "Where the Streets Have No Name." So, I know you went through this, Rich. Um, yeah. I'm 34. Um, my son's about to turn one, mm. and um, yeah, it just losing a parent at any age sucks, but in like your 30s it's almost like you're starting to view them as adults you know what i mean like yep. it's no i know that and you're like, in your and you start you know to know certainly when you have a child about how you you're wondering about who you are as a parent and trying to fumble for that light switch wait till that your your kid gets older and gives you more and more uh agita but also joy and whatever and you'll be thinking of your dad saying how the hell did he make it look so easy or or not lay into, you know, me in the same way that I'm, you know, laying into myself over all this stuff. But let me just tell this to you, Brandon, because, you know, my dad passed in, in 2019. Um, he's with me every day. I pass by uh, him where he's uh, interred every day on the way here to work. So I think of him every day 
and however I work, um, you know, um, you know, my world or on the air or whatever, uh, I carry him every day. And I, uh, everything that I do is, you know, um, thinking of him and, you know, my mom's still around knocking on wood. Um, but just know that, that, that he's with you every day, even though he may not be around, uh, physically, but he's there in spirit with you. So you should know that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate it, Rich. You got it. Thanks for calling and sharing. That's Brandon in St. Louis. Hey, this is a live show, man, man. and we're appreciative of anybody that's uh, there taking us in, listening to us, watching us, however, you know, you take us in. But we're there for you with our idiocy. (laughs) That's very real, Or salient salient point-making. Sorry. I should have gone with that one first. it happens. It's very real, you know, just like when I lost my nephew, there were songs to this day. You still think? That's in 2008. Out here... You know, there's an Alicia Keys song. There's a Pink song that I just cannot listen to. I, if you played it right now, I'd break out in tears. Yeah. But it helped me get through it. So to think that you have even a little part in helping mm-hmm. somebody—that's just that's that's incredible, man. That's incredible. So um, appreciate uh, anybody wants to call in and, and share. Let's talk about my Jets. There I am in London, England, sitting there. 12.30 in the morning, watching the game on my laptop, thinking to myself, can't believe I stayed up to watch this. Because <laughs> here it is, game 14-12, number of times the Jets had an opportunity to take the lead, couldn't, mistakes. Or just again, the Eagles, tip your cap to them. They're defending NFC champs for a reason. And there it was, coming out of a two-minute warning, Jets out of timeouts. Third and long, and I'm like, all right, they're going to run it. And I'm doing the math in my head. They're going to get the ball back without a minute to go. And Zach's going to have to get at least 30, 40 yards. And hopefully Greg Zerline's going to get a chance and blah, blah, blah. And they throw it. Not only throw it, they throw it directly to a New York Jet. I got to tell you, (laughs) I woke up half of London. Hotel security got called. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm glad the Jets did what they did. They ran it right down the Eagles' throat. They didn't just take knees and try and, you know, work the clock so they can get a field goal and take a one-point lead and let Hurts go half the field, you know, with 50 seconds to go and have their kicker win it, the final buzzer. No, they scored a touchdown and played defense because why not? The defense has been buzzing. Well, the Eagles let you score they, well, I mean, it's interesting that Nick Sirianni would not admit either way what they did. It sure looked like they well, did. Because yeah. he doesn't want people to call him out for that not being but, the right but move. But I thought it is the right move, actually, yeah, quite frankly. You know? Well, I, don't I know. thought it was. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of. What, you play defense and you, yeah. you, you try. You play defense to get the ball back with about 45, and then you only need a field goal. Maybe that's true, too, because yeah, also Zach Wilson, you, you put the pressure on him, he might make a silly throw. Right. Take a sack like he did earlier. I don't in the think game. they. I don't think in a million years they'd have let Zach Wilson throw that football. In you'd a million, you'd hope not. Gajillion years, hope not. But guess what? Two words. Moot point. Yeah, doesn't matter <laughs> because doesn't matter. The Jets' defense is balling out, and the thing I love about it is this coach has got his finger on the pulse. And I'm not just saying that because Robert Sala's on the show tomorrow. You oh, know how is. I feel oh, about him. Whoa. Oh yeah, this oh, just in. Wow. Finger on the pulse of this team, and he's feeling his oats. You ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. That's correct. <laughs> well, he was popping after the game. Say it loud. This soundbite is uh, is one that resonates, to say the least. This is what he had to say after the game about beating Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, picking Jalen Hurts off three times without his three best corners, by the way. This is what Salah had to say. thought defense, uh, per the usual, uh, outstanding. Um, you know, through these first six weeks, we've played a gauntlet of quarterbacks. And um, I know we haven't gotten all wins, but we've embarrassed all of them. And uh, just really, really proud of, of the defense and its resolve. Uh, thought Brick and the staff had a, an excellent game plan. Down three corners, four of our six corners. Um, I thought our D-line was good in terms of keeping that uh, kid in the pocket. He's a handful. Hurts, their are line the receivers. But our guys battled all the way through. Um, proud of him. Now he's talking to his locker room, and he's also feeling it, as well he should. And I'm just wondering as well, if you remember, is it, was it this preseason, previous preseason, Sirianni's barking at Salah at the other end of the field because he thought there was a cheap shot? 
the preseason game. I don't know. Again, I, I don't want to speak for this man. But um, to say he embarrassed all the quarterbacks straight up, not accurate. Dak had a pretty damn good day against the Jets that day. And so did Mac Jones. <laughs> well, for Mac, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had one touchdown pass. He embarrassed the Jets' defense on that coverage. But – to say the embarrassed all the quarterbacks they faced is not accurate. But you know what? <laughs> He's talking sure. to his team, which is what coaches should do. The thing I found fun. It's like 10 minutes after the game, too. He's still riding high. The thing I found funny is the reaction from the Philadelphia fans and the media being so angry. You know, <laughs> coach, you know, coach with under 500 record speaks, right. you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's just like, hey, listen a little bit of self-awareness. Do you know how your coach comes across to the rest of the league? Do you know, do, do, just do you know how the talk of the talk and the talk and the talk? And you've been walking the walk for pretty much every single game. I get it. Just ask Orlando Arcia how he feels about the Philly bravado, you know, and smoke. Kind of don't like the smoke coming back at you from the Jets, which is just chef's kiss delightful. I didn't expect it. I honestly didn't expect it. Them being 3-3 three and three right now is truly, this is exactly why that was week one win when Rodgers blew out his Achilles was huge because this would have made them 2-4 and four I believe. if they didn't win that game. They're 3-3. Three and three. I mean. They are 3-3. Three and three. They are flat out in the mix, and they are through with the gauntlet of quarterbacks because the quarterbacks named Hurts, and Dak in the rear view mirror. Now, and Mahomes, rear view mirror. They and Russ Wilson. Rear view mirror. Now they will see Allen again and they will see Mac again and they see Tua twice to come. But that said, you know, Daniel Jones or Terod Taylor, I'll take it. Win win. Herbert uh, is tough. But you know, uh, we, we just saw what happened. Is it is it Jimmy G or Aiden O'Connell or Hoyer? You know, Desmond Ritter, I'll sign up for C.J. Stroud, even though he's playing very well. I'll sign up for Sam Howell. These are some of the people that's in front of him. And then when they face Sam Howell week 16, or is it going to be Deshaun Watson or P.J. Walker or whatever with the Browns week 17 and Mac Jones week 18? Dare I say. Aaron Rodgers going to be the quarterback for the Jets at that time? Because I'll tell you what, what in the world is happening with this guy I mean, is all kinds of nuts. It's amazing what modern medicine can Isn't do. It, or yeah. modern science and medicine, right? Science and medicine. Hey, wow, doctors. Rodgers is on Pat's show. While we were talking to Josh Gad, counter-programming, here <laughs> is what uh, Rodgers had to say. So what does it feel like whenever you're throwing there? Is it just tight? And what can you do? What can't you do right now? Yeah, I felt great. You know, I really felt great. I had uh, just a little bit of a limp. I'm just not quite walking perfectly normal. But throwing feels great. We've been doing a lot of uh, different stuff here in the uh, in the rehab gym around weight transfer and, uh, and movement uh, just in a smaller area. Mostly just like transferring weight from a right foot to a left foot, left foot to a right foot. Um, left foot, you know, that's where the surgery is. So that's the plant leg. Probably better in the short and the long term that it's not the push-off foot, the back of the drop. Um, obviously, left foot's an important part of the punch step and the drop. And, the, and obviously, it's the plant foot. But I think it's a little easier to uh, uh, than maybe if it was the back foot. I'm pushing off it every single time. So standing and, and throwing is not a problem. Moving in a small little area was not a problem. And and I was excited to get back out there. And again, it just felt a little bit more normal in a time that hasn't anything, anything has been the abnormal, anything I've tried to do. So nice to be able to be back out there. No, he's manifesting. By the way, I appreciate your silence while he manifests. It's a manifesting piece. Salo was on Good Morning <laughs> Football today saying, you know, you don't discount anything by him, from, with him. He also... Did say what? It was a poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. That's fine. I don't care. I'm backtracking because at the time, at the time, he's talking to his locker room. He's feeling his oats, and he's telling Philadelphia, "Here's your brotherly shove from up the turnpike." Okay. Why can no one else do that play? I know you couldn't pull it off last night. Hey, 
I'm telling no. you this. Everybody just chill. Got Jason Kelsey. That's all I'm saying. R-E-L-A-X. Because they're on a bye. They're three and three. And it's a quiet manifestation zone. Please be quiet. While Rogers manifests his way back for week 16, 17, and 18. That sound is me eye-rolling. Okay, that's fine. You can eye-roll all you want. Um, I can't believe it. When when the Jets lost to Mac Jones and Belichick, and Belichick is game-balling it out because he's got 300 career wins, and I'm sitting there going, I cannot believe we're back here again. The Jets have gone nothing but up. All the way they've up. won two in th- they've won two of their next it's three. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how. And if you had told me <laughs> no. in the games what if I that Zach you? Wilson was playing against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts, there would be nine interceptions thrown. I would have said Wilson had six or seven of them. <laughs> and he had one. He had one. And the other three pro bowlers had eight combined. He would have that sounds embarrassing to me. It's I'm a sorry. fact. I'm spitting truth. It's hot fire over there. It's true. What would you have said? Give me the split of the nine interceptions. Give me the split. Six and three, seven and two, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Six or seven for Zach, and right. then two for the other one. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Right? Yeah, Maybe nine. No, 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 no. With you. I'm going to keep it real. One for Zach, eight for the other ones. Eight. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It's pretty shocking. And the Jets have not one but two Williams coming for you. That's the other thing. Rich. Two cues. Two cues. They're brothers. Two cue balls coming oh. at you. We never talk about these two. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they got a, no, seriously, they got a Bryce Huff, a Bryce Hall, and a Brees Hall, and they are coming for you, all of them. <laughs> Quiet. While Rogers manifests. <laughs> all right? We're back with my top five list of the best performances of week six. Got to be honest with you, I had to dig for these. <laughs> you were struggling Welcome this week. I had to dig. Had Welcome to dig. back. <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr and many more streaming right now on Netflix. Check out our new NBA show beyond the arc part of the CBS sports podcast network where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider, Bill Ryder and Ashley Nicole Moss five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So Tom Pelissero tweeted out about the Charger fan who made it on TV all the time. I guess it's crazy. Like, people can't. I know, you know, there's AI and everybody thinks everything is fake or, you know, that, that everyone's an actor or whatever. Jefferson. And that she couldn't possibly have been that into the Chargers, right? That's what I'm thinking. Tom tweeted out, uh, sorry, conspiracy theorists. The Chargers fan who went viral Monday night and her husband are season ticket holders who rent cabana suites every season for multiple games, I'm told. They're diehard fans, true diehard fans, not actors. Wanted to get the word out. <laughs> Says amazing. Tom Pelissero. I thought great. she was an AI, AI creation. AI creation. Oh, the Chargers changed their Twitter, their their ex profile photo, for her face. Is that what it is? Oh my goodness, it's Twitterish. I, and she was going nuts. I put a I put a gif of her on our weekly uh, tweet out to all the fans it's for them to send us gifts to yes. let us know how their team's doing. Yes. And that was the the picture I of used her being think. upset. No, her being, I forget which one. Glass uh, full. Yeah, she now. was kind of like in the middle. But I don't know, Rich. I was like, something just didn't seem right to that. You know what? Maybe she's me. a fan. Why, can't we just believe that she's a fan and she's excited about her Chargers? I, can I, we feel I, like I she, believe it. She just shows, you her, light, she just shows you her lightning bolt. 
I know two Charger fans, Frankie and Janina, and neither one of them are that excited. Dr. Bobby Katz. I think Bobby Katz going nuts. Delivered our children, right? That's that's right. Speaking of which, Susie's on the floor. She just walked out here. Hey. What, she got cookies or something? You got cookies? Okay, she's got stuff. What do we got? Oh, my goodness. I mean. Let's go. You can see. You can can hear her coming. Brockman's ready to get up and open Those shoes. All right. Clop, clop, clop. You know, we're, we're dealing with jet lag. We're also dealing with Hanson lag. That was a oh. lot of red zone Sunday night. Hanson lag. Uh, it's just, listen, Hanson it's lag. tough to overcome jet lag and the witching hour Gotta all at once. Look at that. Well, we go, Chargers. <laughs> I love their social media team. That's funny. All right, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, let's go to Jimmy in San Antonio. What's Jimmy. up, Jimmy? How are you, Jimmy? What's going on, Jimmy? Que pasó, hermano? Well, you look okay. very refreshed oh, after your vacation. That's not a vacation, Jimmy. I worked my ass off. How dare you? How dare so you? So how did you trip, get Jimmy? that lead pipe through customs, man? I just couldn't. I couldn't. He had one the Brits were very unhappy there. about that. What's going on? What do you got in your mind? I want to say, uh, real quick, yep. Caller Brandon, much love to you and your family. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just no think doubt. of the times that your dad made you laugh, and now go make your son laugh, Thanks. and you'll be okay. Beautiful. What's on your mind? Well, Josh Gad, first of all, you're not special. I want to smoke weed with Coach McDaniel, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get in line, huh, Jimmy? Now I have serious stuff, Rich. I think we can do this. All right, hear me out. Famous last words, right? (laughs) NFL in Europe. What about if we have one division commit to playing there that one season? So that's four teams, right? I got, and they go mm-hmm. after they have a bye week. So then each team can decide how long they want to be over there. And they finish. And then is that is that plausible? Uh, no, it's can not. It's done? not. It's not, Jimmy. They, everyone has families. Uh, honestly, they, like they, they're, they're, uh, both teams in London stayed way, way out of town. Way out of town. Like hour, hour and a half drive out of town. And the families stayed in town. And it was difficult for them to get around and see the families and whatever. It's a beautiful time. It's a great atmosphere. It's great on game day. It is very difficult. And so to tell the, you know, the team, you know, hey, you're going to be you're going to be away from families or whatever. Nobody really wants to do it. But once they're there, they're they're into it. They play the game. Well, you know, okay, and but, but so, they don't want to do it because it's new. That's why maybe new. if it's planned. And you know that after you play your your game and you have a bye week that the next game is in Europe, then you can schedule in advance for family to go early I or come guess, later. I guess, by the way, it's it's pretty damn expensive, too. <laughs> you know. Well, that's why I don't go to Europe. You know, the funny yeah. thing is, and, and thanks for the call, Jimmy. Really appreciate it. And one of the things about how Lamar's still the same guy, he told us in the meeting uh, that he bought his mom a Chanel bag, but it was really expensive. He might give it back. <laughs> which point, like... Jamie Erdahl and Kurt were like, like, wait a minute, you, you just made a ton of money. Like, what are you doing? Like, of course you got to give it to your mom. <laughs> money hasn't changed him. That's what he said. I got the, my mom a Chanel bag, but I might give it back. It's really expensive. <laughs> okay, wow. Lamar. Come on, Lamar. All right, I got a top five list. Top five list. Top five standout performances of week six. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Got to be honest with you. It took some digging. There weren't a lot of big standout performances. But I'm going to give number five to Dak, man. Yes, I'm going to give it to Dak. His first game on the road, running in for a touchdown and throwing for a touchdown since 2018 when he did it in Philadelphia. Let me get the exact date. uh, Week 10. And they needed it. Boy, do they need it. He he came through. And that throw he made, uh, escaping the pocket, and flipping it to Tony Pollard and let him do his thing, and he found CeeDee Lamb. Way to go, Dak. That's number five on my list. Number four on my list. uh, It's simple. Three words. Raheem Mostert. Again. (laughs) Again. He's got 11 touchdowns. He sure does. He sure does. He had two on the ground, one in the air, 17 carries, 115 yards, and one huge leap. He's so talented. Oh, he's running hurdles there. He's I mean, a track star, right? Look how high up he and is. Again, exactly. he all he's got to do is keep doing this, just even sniff in this direction. He's going to make the list because he complimented my running style. <laughs> number three. Wow. Number three. That is true. Number three. Tyree Kill again. Uh, uh, you know what? I said last week, it's just, it's, it's, it's asked and answered. It's part and parcel. But you got to give it up. 
Six catches, 163 yards. He averaged 27 yards a catch. And he had a 41-yard touchdown. You want to talk about performing. He found a guy on the sideline with a cell phone, took it out of his hands, <laughs> put it in selfie mode, did a flip, and handed it back. And I'll tell you what, if they find him for that, they will. They shouldn't. It's it's but not like will. he was Joe Horn and he planted the phone. Apparently, it seemed so like that guy worked for the NFL because that yeah. video showed up on the NFL of oh, social media yeah. accounts. It's going yeah. to be in a commercial this weekend. And he's so going to get fined. It, it, that's what's called being a performer. Exactly. 814 yards on the season already. Number two on the list. Jared Goff to the football sun god. You sun betcha, man. God. Jared Goff. Goff without the Goff. L. Three, uh, 30 for 44, 353 yards and two scores. And Amon Ross St. Brown, 12 catches, a buck 24, 15 targets, and it's touchdown. Craig Reynolds with a block to, to lead the way. That was amazing. And they go into three and one Tampa. Come, they're coming off a bye. They got to go on the road, taking on a team at home, coming off a bye, putting on the creamsicle uniforms, feeling good about themselves. And they hit them in the mouth. That thing wasn't close. Certainly not as the score uh, indicated. Number one, I'm giving the uh, standout performance of week six to the entire Cleveland Browns defense. All of them. They made Brock Purdy look like the last pick in the draft for the first time. 125 yards, just one touchdown, and a flip to Christian McCaffrey, who they knocked out of the game. They knocked Debo out of the game. They knocked Trent Williams for a loop, which is tough to do. They sacked Purdy three times, gave up just 215 yards of offense to the 49ers, who came into the game having scored 30 or more points in all five of their games, all five wins. They were awesome. Miles Garrett is leading this charge. Jim Schwartz is the – can you make um, an assistant coach of the year <laughs> who doesn't – who's not a head coach? Honestly, that's all you heard from Browns fans straight up. I'll, I'll use the word bitching and moaning about their defensive coordinator for years. They can't – they probably can't believe what they're seeing. And this is when Deshaun Watson shocked – it was shocking everybody. He comes off the bye and he's not ready to, to play. With the Niners coming in. That's a standout performance of week number six for sure. You think we need one more? I'll give you one. All right, we'll get one more. How about Cooper Cup? Dude. He's back, man. Uh, honestly. He's back. He's like Jamar Chase. He's always effing open. <laughs> Seven catches, 148 yards, and a score. To follow up his eight catches for 118 yards against Philadelphia. He's got two games played. You know where he is? 53rd on the, uh, on the uh, yards list, which is two games played. Just two. He's got 266 yards. That's good for 53rd. Nine behind Cortland Sutton, who's played all six. And you know what? After he's through with this week, he might be like top 20. He's unbelievable. And that wraps up my top five standout performances of week six. Great show, everybody. Funny hey, show. Job. Funny show. Welcome Funny back. Show. Uh, thanks to Dan Patrick and Josh Gad. Just delightful. Robert Sala on tomorrow's program. Same with Bruce Feldman in his usual Wednesday spot. We'll come back. We'll chat with Sue. Is getting ready to do what the football with Amy Trask and some uh, some dude, some broken down old man who's their guest from Shaolin. That's uh, that guy. Shaolin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang.